0: (laughs)
1: good morning good afternoon and good evening listener i'm your host nick to my right is neil to his right is tom thank you for tuning into the come on red men podcast we had a good weekend guys how's everyone feel pretty good
2: yeah yeah good yeah yeah
1: we keep uh, upping the test to see just where the the, the, the squad really stands. The you mean we started community. with Chelsea, who was shit, and then we've gone up from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> something like that. Well, Trends I, are continuing.
0: <laughs> well, the trend of McAllister and uh, Zaboslai playing well.
1: World it? class. World class, those two. I wouldn't
0: use those words quite yet. We're uh, only six games in.
1: Yeah, but their stats six games in, with one exception of last week's game, where McAllister looked utterly atrocious, uh, are looking very good for that to be uh, standing by season's end. Just one point on
2: McAllister, maybe maybe, uh, you'll get to this, but I thought it was extremely strange that from a corner, McAllister was marking Suchek. McAllister is like, 10 feet uh, sorry is like four feet tall compared to Suchek's 10 feet tall. Like, what was he meant to do if the ball had gone towards Suchek? Like,
0: oh, what you're saying is size matters uh, as a, from a corner, <laughs> football, yeah. from a
2: corner, it does. Um, so yeah, I thought that was weird. Uh, I, I don't blame yeah. Callister for that. I just surely your center backs need to be picking up the giant header threats.
1: You would think so, but I don't disagree with you. Uh, however, McAllister had a 96% pass, uh, completion percentage on the weekend, mm. which was the best of the weekend for anyone that played over 45 minutes. And to be clear,
2: we don't have McAllister
1: for his, um, ability and heading balls at corners. <laughs> I agree. He's, he's so, not meant to be uh, defending so, corners so against yeah. center backs. <laughs> yeah. That, I'd say that's fair. Uh, much better rebound performance from him today, and of course we're talking about Liverpool's three-one victory over West Ham at Anfield. Um, would which, you like to like?
2: Would you like a game where we're like in control from the first minute to the ninetieth? Because I would. We,
1: we, we had most of this game under control.
0: I, I say this nearly on every oh, episode. We support Liverpool. That's part and parcel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, I would love one of those games, actually. Yeah, me too. Where it's, uh, before it's just it was, a bludgeoning. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. But
2: before it was Fergie time, back in the 80s, Liverpool were known to Fergie be... Fergie
0: in the 80s? You mean the 90s? Fergie
2: in the 90s. Before it, I know you're
0: old, but they don't just merge into one. <laughs> the so decades
2: me, get muddy. Let me say it again. Before Fergie time, in the 80s, oh, Liverpool okay. were the dominant force. And we always used to score late. And it'd be a draw, and we'd score deep into injury time or near the end of the the game to win the games. I think you make your own luck, and uh, successful teams tend to score late. City scores late now these mm-hmm. days, um, but but yeah. So so yes, Tom. We we <laughs> are Liverpool, and things have, have often been like that. But um, but yeah, I just I'd like not to concede the first goal. We conceded the first goal against Lask. We'll talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, we almost conceded the first goal against um, two <laughs> against West Ham. Almost <laughs> conceded twice, but um, but yeah. So f- still haven't put ninety minutes control performance together. But West Ham was
1: eighty minutes of it. So I think we're gonna see. Th- th- and this is kind of if you really go back and dig in, which I've done, thanks to the the books that you've given me, Neil, or the one book that turned into like five on Amazon <laughs> for me. <laughs> what was the guy's name? I'm sorry, do you remember? Steve Tompkins and the Tompkins times. Yes. Um, Yeah. What was it called? Perched perched. Yes. Yeah. Great book. If you're a Liverpool fan, go find it. You can get it for like $9 on Amazon. It was very graciously gifted to me by Neil. And then I went and read all of his books about Klopp's tenure with the club. And what you'll find is Liverpool winning late is a trend. Mm -hmm. We tend to score a goal or two in the last 15 to 20 minutes of every game. Um, which is, I mean, we, we leave ourselves wide, wide open on the counter with Klopp's heavy metal football, which is through and through back on the table. We're, we're watching heavy metal football again.
0: We're watching good pressing, good counter attacking. It's, it's oh. but it's good is, to see, but sometimes it's heartbreaking. Our heart attack stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what happens is we're often going to concede first because teams know what we're going to do. So they blitz us early while we're still getting our feet set they try to get a get one in the back of the net really quickly which we've seen almost every single game and so then, far this beep, season beep, <laughs> beep. and then America they pray for the counterattack on the bus. high press yep that's that's what it's going to be it's going to be we got to uh, just avoid the onslaught early and then don't let them counter late and that's going to be the recipe for success this whole season
0: so on that um i know you love this XG. We have the highest <laughs> XG. And I, it's really sickening in my soul to say this. Because this is. I included it in numbers. the match notes. It's bullshit numbers. 15.11 XG, whatever that is. And City have 14.97 XG. Go on. Go Explodee G. <laughs> um,
2: so, my take on the XG is uh, on, on that particular stat. I think that. City have won pretty easily in their games. I don't think they have to create as many chances as well um, just because they're winning. Um, whereas when losing early and then knocking on the door constantly trying to get back into it. Mm. So I do think that that stat could be a bit misleading. But
1: hey, numbers are numbers. Well, yes and no. <laughs> that I, That's not exactly what XG means. XG is, is kind of unbiased in that. And we've talked yeah, I get about it, expected about, goals. Really. Yeah, so even if, if, you're City's not winning, to score, we? if you're not trying to
2: score, if you're not trying to score because you've
1: already scored, then you're not going to have um, a high XG. Uh, I don't know that City doesn't not try to score. Okay. I think I think they try to score minute to end.
0: I think what you're doing is trying to project your wants and needs <laughs> <laughs> on Man City.
1: Luckily, these 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 are numbers and statistics, and luckily for us, they uh, there is no bias there. And I think there is something to be said for XG. You and I have had talks on long drives about really going in and digging into XG and seeing how legitimate it is. And obviously, life is way too busy for bullshit <laughs> like that. But one of these days, you and I should do it. Just, just because I'm skeptical, too. I think I'm a little more of a stat nerd than you are when it comes to that in football. But I, I do genuinely wonder just how much that plays a part. But it is nice oh, to I see know, Liverpool. Chelsea on top. was
2: pretty high on the XG t- table too. Last until last week, they were the top team for XG. So, oh, so you do look at XG?
0: Uh oh, uh oh, it's a data point. <laughs> <laughs> this is an okay space. You can share here.
1: <laughs> we're all friends. It's a data point. So before we get too much into the game, let me just mention Tiago is still not due back until vaguely October next month. Selling yeah I'm, I think I'm with you the midfield <laughs> yeah. doesn't need him anymore <laughs> we do not need him uh, Trent should be but due back but if someone
0: was injured you'll cry oh Thiago <laughs> uh,
1: probably yeah for sure I'm a sports fan that's what we do uh, Trent is not <laughs> due back until uh, this coming week against Spurs again uh, I know I'm not I'm not confident we'll see him play I don't know how serious his injury was we, you say
2: he's back on the 30th is that what he yeah so is he back for the Carabao Cup then no 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 because i say that would be a good place to perhaps play trent to for match fitness get
1: him to match yeah yeah but no he's not due back until the 30th so i guess we'll see what klopp says at the press conference on uh friday uh samikas just signed a new contract that's got him with the club until june 2027 which is uh big news you know we love simi here yeah i love simi um do I expect him to start over Robbo ever? No. Uh, not, not unless it's the Carabao Cup. or your that's Europa He has league. started over Robbo, and Robo struggled here and there. There's been a couple of games where, where Simi starts over. I agree, he has.
0: But uh, Simi is number two. Yeah, solid okay. number two.
1: He's he's a bench warmer. He's
2: going to be there. And I think he's totally competent. Like him. Totally competent to uh, to come on for Robbo if Robbo needs a rest, or has got a niggle, or there's multiple games in a week.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but... But yeah, he's not He's not going to be a starter. No, I would like to see him get more time because he his passing is really dreadful when he's been sitting too long and hasn't had game time. Um, you think that's just
2: a timing kind of situation, understanding where people are? Because clearly you can practice yeah. your passing in, in practice.
1: Yeah, sure. I can hit a lot of three-pointers in practice, <laughs> but when you put a man in front of me, it gets a lot harder. Uh, and I think that pressure of game time... I think he rushes the ball too much. I, that is, if if I have a criticism about Samikas with anything, it's that he really, I think he just gets a little trigger happy and his passes go errant and, you know. I mean, Rabo does that when he's in best form, but <laughs> there's something about Rabo where he can make that work. Where, uh, yeah, Simi, Simi needs game time. It's It's kind of what we saw with Curtis Jones where he was fucking terrible. And then he started playing more regularly, and now he looks like a, like a first-team player, or at least he's very close
0: to it. So, um, anyway, back Would to... Would that make Neil right? Because he said Jones was going to be a good prospect probably last year.
1: I thought Gomez was your guy.
2: I liked both of them at different times. Um, Gomez earlier, and then Gomez broke his leg and... Um, hasn't been the same since. He's come back a bit mm. this year. Um I'm liking him more this year. But yeah, when before Joe Gomez got injured when he made the England squad, I thought um Gomez would be a would be a great centre back for us. Um you know, we've been playing him at right back um as well sometimes now. But um but yes, I and then I liked Jones's first season, but then he faded. And I've been a little disappointed until the last Last game, actually, West Ham. I thought he played pretty well against West Ham.
1: I think he's been good as a midfielder from late last season into this year. I, th- I think because he was being played as a forward primarily early, if I'm not mistaken. No, I didn't think so. No. no, midfielder. Oh, okay.
2: But, um, yeah, so my talent coming through, I guess, historically, Gomez was one of them, Jones is one of them. My hot prospect for this year was Bachatech and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we saw him a little bit um, in the Europa game. We can talk about that later, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy with uh, happy with Jones now. And as I say, the game against West Ham, I thought Jones was solid in that game. And somebody actually said to me that the sign of a good holding midfielder is when you don't actually
0: notice them.
1: <laughs> and and I <laughs> thought fair. maybe Is
0: that what they say about bassists too. <laughs> yes, I think
1: that's what they say about referees as well. Yeah, true. <laughs> if you don't, I don't know. I I think we had a well ref match this this week, and I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I know his name didn't end with Iver, <laughs> but anyway, back to Jones.
2: Yeah, no. So I thought I thought a holding midfielders, if you're in the right position, then the position itself prevents the the breakthrough. I think. And so Jones seemed to be in the right position at the right time doing his job. He didn't have to do any amazing runbacks. He didn't have to do, he just did his job. And I think mm-hmm. that, that's what a holding midfielder should do. So I'll try and be a bit more um, appreciative of, uh, of
1: that quality in a player. So, is he playing the holding position from the wing and they're playing on the pivot? Is that what I it think is? they're
2: playing the double pivot with Jones and mm. Saboshlai as, okay. as, um, as sitting back and then leaving McAllister um, to play the creative midfield player.
1: Okay. Can we, just for listeners at home that might not know what that is, mm-hmm. can we explain what the pivot and the double pivot is? Tom? Oh, we're looking at me because I play football manager. <laughs> no just because you've said the least on this episode so far so we're giving you the stage
0: oh well, thanks yeah um i know very little about the pivot and the double pivot
1: all i know is <laughs>
0: that um it's i suppose it's what gomez uh was doing on the on the wing w re- replacing uh who, who's in front of him that would be Sabaslai. was it that day yeah he plays the right side midfield. OK. So when that defender is cutting in, if he goes past Zabosli, Gomez is meant to step out, and then Zaboli is meant to cover him, or someone move, moves in. If it's the switch, it's almost like Zabosli's position can switch with Gomez. Gomez can switch with the center back, and all them that's the pivot. It's like they make the triangle to keep them the defend uh, the attacking player inside their It's gap. like a
1: much bigger version of Phil Jackson's triangle from the historic Chicago Bulls. Yeah. It's it's constantly being able to Well, that's cover my understanding someone. of it at least. Yeah. Yeah. To put it simply, it's it's always someone is covering someone's position even if they come out of position to keep every spot on the pitch covered and it's very difficult to do if your team is not all working together in sync, which I think we saw a lot of last year. However, this year, this team seems to be playing a lot better together. So we're seeing them be able to cover more ground together. When it does falter, as we discussed last week with Wolves, we don't know who to blame because everyone's <laughs> completely out of position. So you're wondering if Sabla, Sabaslai is, is to blame for a given goal when really there's like four players all out of position. Of this, My
0: worry time. about explaining that is I explained that the best I could in my head. And bringing those words out, I don't know if they worked out the same way. Can I use AI to better myself? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, Nick, I can tell you that as a five-year-old. <laughs> if you have these toys running this way. <laughs> only
1: only if it has your AI version of your voice, that weird, demented uh, thing going on, then yeah, by all means, edit that in. Um, all right, so let's talk about the good of this game, other than winning 3-1. Uh, we scored first and didn't concede. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Could uh, have conceded easily, too. We
2: mentioned that. But right. there again, we also could have scored earlier. So. <laughs> we can always count so, on you no, to point that no, out. No, no, no. I was just going to say that, um, yeah, we scored first. We weathered the first 10 minutes.
1: Yes. And then we scored. I don't know what minute we scored. I can't remember better. Yeah, we scored uh, within. I think the sixteenth minute, Salah right. got a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we were just saying that. You know, it's going to be the first ten minutes or so of every match. We're going to see teams really try to blitz us, and uh, it's just a, ba- a matter of weathering the storm. We saw that with Wolves. Wolves scored early, and then didn't seem to have a chance on goal after that. West Ham. Been... No, no, oh, you no saw Wolves, that Wolves. But... Wolves got us first last time okay, by doing essentially it. the same thing yes Just attacking all out blitz yes. Lask do the same thing and yeah. last do the same thing exactly um so that's kind of the book is written on us if you're going to score against liverpool without it being a counter attack that's how you're going to do it you got to get them early and then pray for the counter late um i thought our defense held strong i know that was the big question mark there with this week um i would say that's probably one of the weaker versions of our right-sided defense with gomez and matip and they held strong matip actually had a pretty good uh Leggy dribble up the field yes. at one point. You he remember what I'm did, talking yeah. about?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, he did look like a lanky. What, giraffe. what I worry about, that's yeah, a
1: camel running. <laughs> <laughs> what I worry
2: about Matic when he does that now is if and when he loses the ball, does position. he have the legs to get back? Yeah. I would, uh, I would not put my money on him getting so, back. But he has
1: the legs, certainly. But do they move fast enough? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> the giraffe is getting old. That's what what, what we'll say about that. I thought uh, Verge looked great, though phenomenal play had himself an assist and a near header from a corner at one point um i didn't see any of that typical verge that we've seen in the last couple of we'll say season and a half where he looked lax a days ago running back and standing off his man a little bit standing off his man well
0: i the first goal they scored. Uh, the only goals they scored, sorry. Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen. It's a very it's a poacher goal, first off. It's very Jota-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Verge was on the back foot, heading in the opposite direction, ever yeah. so slightly, like a thought. Hey, it's going to go further back. And then he kind of puts his foot forward and pokes it or misses it completely. Um,
2: to me, he was wrong-footed. I saw that, yeah. too. Um, he was running back to cover the ball kind of came behind him by the time he stopped mm. and readjusted his position the ball was past him um, My one of my reactions was oh Ferg should have been goal side there yeah but I looked at it again I just thought it was a great delivery at, at speed and uh, really difficult for for the defender to do anything more than he did and a great finish by was it No,
1: Bowens and Bowen. Bowen Bowen yeah yeah quality player I'll tell you West Ham's got a lot of good players they didn't have a lot of good to show in this game. But again, if we're looking at a topside team, Liverpool is technically in second through six matches. If that trend continues and Liverpool stay in the top four, you know, West Ham has nothing to feel bad about in this game because I thought they played really well. It was a really
0: exciting match. They're a top seven team. Easy. West Ham?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so.
0: Um, with them, Brighton. At Brighton. this moment in time, I would say Brighton are in the top seven too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they seem to be kind of replacing uh, the Chelseas and the now struggling United, although we did get a victory on them this week. Uh, James Ward-Prowse, of course, my favorite player. Um, and then uh, Jared Bowen had the goal. There's there's a lot of good players in this team. Uh, who else gave us a little bit of trouble, guys, if you can remember? Um
0: uh, your, well, your boyfriend was um, yeah.
1: he's a
2: menace oh, James
1: and James was excellent Paquetta um, perfect again. crosses from corners it's crazy yeah. I wasn't the only one at the pub either oh, no, you had no, other no, people great. that were like oh my god that is a good cross mm-hmm. oh, oh my de-
2: god the de- dead ball delivery cross. is excellent it's um, its better than uh, Trent's or Robbo's and they are
1: very good yeah.
0: yeah I forgot Danny Ings went to them yeah like when he came on I was like oh Danny Ings
1: did he end up coming on he did I honestly minute. don't remember yeah. oh that's right yeah really okay yeah. Where where was he coming from?
0: He was a Burnley? Burnley? Aston Villa? Yeah, Burnley. Burnley, yeah. I okay. remember Clara... Well, he's been
2: at Burnley, he's been at Aston Villa,
1: obviously he's been at Liverpool. He's like uh, 100, right?
2: I actually don't think he's that old. Oh, but, um, he's just been but, in the league forever. Yeah, journeyman.
1: Mm. Yeah. Great player, though.
2: Um, so you said who else gives a hard time? Uh, Alvarez was pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's lots of players I thought played pretty well for West Ham. We were just better in we're nearly better every yeah. uh, every aspect. You know, Nunes versus Antonio, Nunes was better.
0: Oh, that little poke goal with the oh yeah, that was nice. Mm. Nunes had oh, two or but, three, but the cross from McAllister, like the little oh. chip oh, over, oh, was just beautiful. perfect. It's it, it. You could watch it all day. Yeah, yeah. Hang
1: it in the fucking Louvre. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Why no one's going to see that. That's <laughs> true. Hang it on match of the day. <laughs> So, yeah,
2: um, I, I say I think all of their players. I thought Zuma was was perfectly fine for um for for West Ham. Yeah. I say I thought all of their players played
1: okay. Just yeah. just yeah. not good enough. Not good enough. There is a separation between the tippity top and the top mid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to West Ham. Played well. Speaking of Nunes, we talked about well Zala had the penalty first in the sixteenth minute, mm-hmm. um, which I know. He missed a few at the end of last season, and now everyone holds their breath when Salah's taking a penalty kick, even though he was almost perfect prior to his... Oh, he drilled that one, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, I love it when you can see the back of the net just mm. jut out like a bulge. hernia. What you're looking for is bulge. Sure. Bulge works, too. I bet you <laughs> like that. <laughs> Neil, you behave. Um, what was the, uh, the
2: penalty? Well, hold on. Hold on. What's the penalty... Okay, well you were going to ask a question. Ask a question. Was the, what, yeah, was the what
1: was what was the penalty? Does anyone remember what, what actually? It was a it happened? challenge
0: on Salah. Yeah, the ball
2: came across to Darwin. Darwin tried. Uh, the ball was behind Darwin, and he tried to get it under control and it hit the back of his heel. Yes. And it bounced off his heel and went round by the penalty spot where Salah immediately reacted to the loose ball, went for the loose ball, but then the defender reacted late. Salah poked the ball round the defender. The defender continued through and just polaxed uh, Salah right near the
1: penalty spot. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised they gave the penalty for that. Not because I didn't think it was a penalty, just because I feel like we get waxed on those penalties almost every time. (laughs) I feel like we just don't get those calls, especially at Anfield. I mean, there's stats that that show that there are a lot of penalties that should be penalties that don't get called at Anfield. So it was a good call by the referee, I think. Um, Had the roles been reversed and we did that to a West Ham player, I, I wouldn't have been crying no, that was a surefire penalty.
2: As penalty nailed on penalties, I think you could see. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunate circumstance for the defender with timing, and it was all thrown off because of the back, the back, the accidental back heel by Nunes. Uh, chaos. But it just is it's what it chaos is.
0: Chaos, but the build-up to that play was fantastic. Agreed. Yeah. Oh my gosh, agreed. the speed on Diaz coming up that wing at that time.
1: Yeah, agreed. Again, the v- playing it out from the back. Vision, the, everything. The vision
0: was. to find him.
1: Yes. And if fun? you look, Darwin's pointing to the spot, yes, and must. then outruns the spot because Diaz's pass is just a tick too, behind him, yeah. too late. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I love seeing that communication there Agreed. between those two players, and I, I don't even fault Diaz. I, I'm actually going to have some ill words for Diaz coming up soon. Well, um,
0: while on Darwin, Darwin has made no has a goal every 141 minutes now.
1: Yeah, one of the lowest in the Premier League, or
0: a goal or an assist. Every hundred seven minutes. Yeah, I minutes. saw that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little start. And I know yeah. we're
1: going to go to Diaz
2: Salas penalty. Yeah, he hit it like a rocket. <laughs> it, if it wasn't that far away from the goalkeeper, it wasn't like in goalkeeper the corner. The, it was a the another opposite direction. I agree. The goalkeeper went the opposite direction, but it you know, it was basically power down the middle. Mm. Yeah. But it didn't exactly go down the middle. If you watch exactly, it, goes, no, it wasn't it exactly goes, down the middle. I agree. Right.
0: But I get your point.
1: Um, I thought Nunes' penalty against Lask was better. So
0: I didn't see it. Can so see it?
1: side netting. Yeah, I was surprised to see him taking penalties given his accuracy woes. I know I held my breath there a little bit too, but who else was going to take it
2: given that you know? I know. Seventeen year old Ben Doak? I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing that.
1: that I'd fun. have held my breath there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so we had Salah, then Nunez, Nunez's brilliant goal to start the second half there. Uh, much harder to score that one and the one he missed
2: uh um. yeah he had a pretty ugly <laughs> yeah. miss
1: early yeah i mean listen i heard everyone at the the pub we were at watching the game just immediately start cursing under their breath about nunez but i mean it's not as easy as it looks guys all right <laughs> there's it's a reason not... he gets paid the money exactly and you know what he got one in the end so that's all that matters a lot you of need guys to get miss in the easy. right position to score them and he was
2: in the position twice If he can get in position twice and score one of them, I'll take a 50% um, shot conversion record. All day. Absolutely. Antonio, same deal. Antonio had a really easy miss as well. So, you know, strikers don't convert all the chances. I saw Erling Haaland just miss by miles when he should have scored too. Mm -hmm. So, it happens to the best players. Um, We've you know, seen I, it happen to Salah. I've or, always joked that Harry Kane would have scored that one. Um, but <laughs> Harry Kane's
1: missed just as many as well. Absolutely, yeah. He's he's missed some pokers. It it happens. He's the, the wonder kid. Now. <laughs> yeah, in Germany, I saw he had an incredible match over the weekend. Yeah, three goals and two assists. And yeah, yeah, yeah. almost very, very James Ward-Prowse-esque, I would say.
2: <laughs> oh, James!
1: <laughs> so, McAllister dumps in a perfect... Uh, Cross to Nunez to score what is one of the most beautiful goals we've seen thus far this season. And then late on, our man Verge in his first game back has a. Uh, what was the sequence there to Jota for that little. So it's
0: a rubble corner and it comes off Thank Virgil's you. chest. Right. Right into Jota.
1: Yes. 3 1. 3 1. And uh, Jota comes on. This is why I keep saying. He's an impact sub. He's a super sub. Bring him on. Bring he's him on late. A, he's a poacher. Don't ever start him. He's the guy we bring on. He's got a lot of energy. He's, so Diaz for 70 minutes and then um, Jota for 20. Is that kind of your ideal situation? That's not going to be my prediction against Spurs. But yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. But I've been saying that for, I think, two seasons now that Jota shouldn't be starting especially if both Jata and Diaz are fit. So let me get my unpopular opinion out of the way now, since we're on the topic of Diaz. I think he, he's making a lot of mistakes. All right. He does a lot of things well. So this is not me saying that Diaz is a crap player that should be benched or sold or anything like that. But he just doesn't seem to be, I don't know. Uh, let me try to formulate my thought here. When he first came into the team, it seems like this is the next big Liverpool legend. I mean, he's incredible with his footwork. He's... I don't even care that he's not scoring a ton of goals right now. It seems like he loses the ball a lot. Part of it is because he gets absolutely battered by defenders. Um, his passing is questionable at times. I know he had that, that great pass to Nunes. But that whole sequence was just kind of a, 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 a chaotic thing that happened to work out in our favor. He missed the pass to Nunez. ultimately. Nunez called for the ball. Diaz waited one beat too long, missed the pass to Nunez. and Fair. I mean,
0: I just think But when that, you're running at that speed with a ball and a player is calling ahead of you, you've got to get your footing right, you've got to get it down. Okay, he absolutely. didn't get it down that time, but he did hit his man.
2: <laughs> literally i mean the other thing to say I, is sure that, sure i mean Nunez missed a shot and we just said he can't if 50 is okay is 50 percent okay for um for incisive passing
1: i don't think it is if he if he had a, a another one that he had made maybe but
2: so i love ds i, I mean, do and, too and that's why it
1: hurts me to say all of this i think his footwork is great
2: um possibly as good his as Salah's. Work, his work rate is um, phenomenal. So footwork first of all, possibly as good as Salah's. Although Salah really impressed that's, me as well um, Yeah, that's, this that's last what. game. So, so yeah, I thought Diaz, excellent footwork. Um, his work rate, again, Salah tracks back really well. I think Diaz tracks back really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I take your point completely. His passing isn't as accurate. He reminds me a little bit like Salah though. He takes a man on and sometimes he wins the ball and sometimes he doesn't. Salah Dribbling around players doesn't seem as effective as it used to be. Diaz, I think, is better at running by a man than Salah is.
1: I think Diaz's confidence in getting past his man is a little too high sometimes. He loses the ball a lot. He had the worst match rating out of anyone in our squad that played 45 minutes or more. But
2: I seem to think all of their ratings were pretty high.
1: Uh, With the exception of Diaz, who is a sub-seven. Okay. I
2: thought they were all in sevens, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, one game... You know, I'm not going to castigate uh, McAllister for his performance against Wolves. Um, I'm not going to castigate Lewis for a, for a DS for a slightly worse performance. Um, at the moment, he's Are one you of on the first
0: first name terms. He just went
2: Lewis. Uh, yeah, um, lucky
1: fellow over here.
2: Um, prettiest guy in the squad too. Um, for me, <laughs> I still think that Steve Cooper should be the
0: face of the Premier League. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for me, DS is one of the first names on the team sheet. Yeah, until yeah. until the last couple of games, I would agree. He just he doesn't look like he needs some fine tuning. That's all I'm saying. I, again, I'm not shouting for his head. I'm not saying sell him, sell him. I'm saying I love Diaz. He, I would put him in probably one of my top three most exciting players to watch in the squad. Again, to your point, I'm not saying that, but there's there's some work to be done there. I know he's still young too. It's not like we're talking Absolutely. about a veteran player here. Um, I think he would do him some. Uh, uh, he needs to put on some weight because he gets bodied out there and he's, he gets injured pretty frequently. So yeah, I don't disagree. I mean,
2: um, Jota, when he came on, though, was getting bullied all over the place too and Jota against Wolves was getting bullied all over the place. Yeah, um, he's a termite. It's a lot of our skillful players are not the biggest and uh, they can be bullied a
1: little bit. Well, you hear what, what opposing players say about Salah, though. And that's like they get a hand on him, and he, it's like he's made out of steel. I was going to say Salah is the exception
2: to that. Yeah, he's graceful just as and small, strong.
1: But yeah, most most of like I've heard some of the city players talk about how difficult he is to defend because not only is he so fluid with his movement, but like when you do get a hold of him, he's just a he's a brick shit house in a termites body. So
2: yeah. Can I, I uh, talk about Shaboshlai? Because I Shibosh, would love it if you talk about Shaboshlai Seems to have everything. He seems to have that poise. He seems to have the pass. He seems to have he's the position sense. He, he, say okay. He's got a dimple chin. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I
0: but, hadn't noticed
1: that. <laughs> but
2: um, put your finger in it. He's strong. Okay. As I say, you're he, he, weird.
1: He, he's not bullied. I think um, he's
0: uh, He could be the face of Liverpool.
1: Indeed, it's he's, he's a handsome man. He had a little backheel pass to Sala today, and then someone stuck up on the internet an identical sequence that Gerard did early on. Interesting. So, I mean, uh, those... I don't like that.
0: I don't like that he's being compared to... It's inevitable. I know,
1: but... He's wearing the same number. He's playing the same position. It's going to Diaz happen. is
0: playing Suarez's number, Diaglish's number, uh, Ke- uh, Kevin Keegan's number, mm-hmm. uh, Robbie Keen's number. I-, I can keep going. I'm just saying, Sabas, so
1: when you look like... The king. People are going to compare you to the king. So he's looking like the real deal so far. So Long far, it's yeah. very early. Long it's six it continue. matches. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree. They're getting ahead of themselves. I'm not surprised by it. They were already saying it when he took number eight. They're like, "Oh, are you sure? Those are big shoes to fill." It's, it's like, nice
0: to see him challenge a player with the ball. Yeah, um, because he's going to take the man on and probably win. And mm-hmm. he is. In my eyes, at least, uh, a nice. Uh, is that, is that an apple I see in your eyes? No, no, no it's an, it's b- it's probably one of the nicest oh, transfers Dominic. we've had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you.
1: Hey, at least he's wearing the right color shirt. Um. um so, oh, is that a, J-
0: a James reference? Yeah, I think Don't so. Don't
1: talk about him that way. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when everybody's fit, and in eight games' time, mm. so fit. Gravenberch has got up to speed Batchetech has got back up to speed Thiago's back fit and is up to speed i to think who else I'm missing in midfield wearing a different color <laughs> I'm not sure I'm missing anybody in midfield so then
1: who is our starting midfield I think it's uh, starting three person midfield I think until they give us a reason not to be I keep Jones uh, McAllister and Savasai out there okay they've right. earned it
0: no love for Elias <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Have you listened to our I, I podcast? <laughs> Have you listened to me last week? Don't pass to Elliot. <laughs> Don't. Don't pass it to Harvey. Boom. In the back of the net.
2: Oh. And, so, yeah, I think that is my starting yeah, as well. My, my so, too. that was, so then we ended up with Graven Birch, Basitek, Thiago, and, and no, Harvey Elliott. End, and, and Endo as um, the five midfield um, subs. That's not bad. I just talked about eight players there.
1: We went from no midfielders to probably the most deep midfield in the Premier League. If everyone plays and is fit and is So yeah. what so what
0: you're saying is we need two center backs come January.
1: So we're saying that now which means in 2 years we're going to go we have no defense. No, I don't think so center back uh,
2: Kwanzaa, looks uh, serviceable. Um uh, more than serviceable to, to be honest.
1: Uh right back is still a big the
2: big okay. glaring hole. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're looking for two defenders.
1: Yes. At the very least we need some we desperately need
2: and again, uh, I think it's I always mess this up. I think it's Connor Bradley who's meant to be the cover for the right back,
1: and and um, well, Calvin Ramsay, guy he's on loan. He's on yeah. loan. He so, was originally meant yes. to come in, but was hurt. So, so yeah, I still think it's
2: it's the right back position. Cover at right back is still where we need for sure. Depth. Yeah,
1: that's that's our our biggest glaring. I also think weakness. we need one centre back. We do. We uh, with Kwanzaa and Gomez, I'm not sure. Depends on... So. Gomez is not a centre back. He's a right back. And he's very good. At, he's very serviceable covering that position when need be. I would say you know right sided center back is going to be our biggest. Okay, that that's my. Th- I I think I was saying it last year too. Gomez plays a lot better at right back than he does center. He's dreadful at, at center back. Um, so I think that should be more the focus. Matt Tip is old. He's great. <laughs> he served the club well, but he's old. And Kanate's injury prone, so we know we're always going to need someone to uh, to cover that ground. Kwanzaa is a question mark. Yeah, we, I've early. liked what I've seen. Yeah, but it's but, early, yeah. Yeah. yeah so so we'll midfield real builds complete. That's what I'm hearing here. I wouldn't change anything. I'm actually glad we didn't get Jude.
2: Agreed with that, too.
1: If if we had gotten Jude, we would not have been able to do as much work in the midfield. I think that the McAllister, Sabaslai, Duo there is phenomenal. So all of that talk early in the season and
2: in the off season, all we needed to do was trust in Klopp, is that what you're telling me?
1: I don't think Klopp trusted Klopp. I think if <laughs> Klopp had been given the green light on Jude, <laughs> he would have brought him in. And Lavia and Casado. Oh God. How <laughs> stupid do those guys feel right now? Maybe not Casado, but Lavia or am I getting it mixed up? Who who went first? caseto went first love yeah went second. so lavia chose n- to go to chelsea instead of liverpool because he was miffed that liverpool wanted Casado first and he was their second choice now they're both sitting on the bench for chelsea rotting <laughs> so then's the breaks you know what i mean um other the grass the West I, is I was always just gonna greener. say so uh 89 pass percentage Uh, On the team, out of 645 passes, if that doesn't tell you how well this midfield is working, I don't know what will.
0: We're we're playing through the midfield, and it's nice to see again. Yeah, it feels like old Liverpool. It's good.
1: Old Liverpool? Don't say that. Well, you know what I mean. (laughs) When Liverpool play well.
2: So when you watch us, and you watch City, so you watch Liverpool and you watch City, What's the difference? I feel like City just have so much quality. Grealish and Foden, for example. They have two
0: teams. Yeah. We
2: don't quite have two, but... No. One and a half.
0: Their quality comes in different shapes, I think. You know what? Guardiola brings out different qualities in, in their players.
1: Why don't we take a quick break and then we'll dig into City. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, welcome back, listener. Um, we were just talking about City, so let's continue that. Uh, weird game. We were di- but before we get into the game, Neil had asked the question about watching City play. And I'll just kind of throw my two cents in there, and you guys can jump on with your own opinions. But I usually will almost always put the City game on if they're not playing at the same time as Liverpool. And inevitably, I end up getting bored. And I think part of the reason is, I know they score loads of goals. I know they win everything. But there's something very boring about their brand of football. It's very mechanical. It's very rigid. um, Which is not to say that's the player's movement that's rigid. Obviously, they have some of the best football players in the world. It's just the way they play where... I would rather watch Brentford play, you know, who gives a fuck team from wherever... And that match will usually keep my attention. Tim's Argyle. Sure. But for some reason, the greatest team in the world supposedly can't hold my attention as someone who loves this sport more than I love most of my family. <laughs> so I don't really know what to think of City because I just don't like watching them play. Even when they play against Liverpool, I've seen like... I would bet our first game against City is not as exciting as this game against West Ham was. Our
0: first game against City is on November 25th. Oh, it is. How do I know that? Thanks, good. My friend Dan is coming over that week. Who is a City Oh, the City supporter. Good, good.
1: Um, But yeah, I just don't find them exciting to watch. It's not because I, I consider myself mostly a neutral when it comes to City. It's not like United or Everton or something like that. Or even Spurs. I hate Spurs. I don't hate City. I just don't find them exciting. So I see some of your points. For me,
2: I struggle watching City because I feel as though it's a sense of the inevitable. And they're just, they've just they got pretty patterns. I think they're quite nice to watch, but it's the same pretty patterns again and again. Um, and eventually, those pretty patterns are going to work. The ball's going to go to Haaland. is going to put it in the goal. <laughs> That's yeah. how it it's feels bit, to it's me. It's a bit
0: like watching PSG in uh, Ligue 1. Yeah. You know they're going to win. It's just going to be a matter of moments before someone scores. Well, you must be
1: talking about a different PSG than this year. Well,
0: <laughs> in years gone by, right. I'll put it that way. Right. It's like, oh, it's 30 minutes in, still nil nil, one nil, 2 nil, 3 nil, And they've switched out seven players. Yeah. <laughs> so they're Five star- players, I know. They're yeah.
2: starting 11 against our starting 11, all fully fit. I still think they shade it. You think they shade it as in City? City are better than Liverpool. First 11 against first 11. And I think the only place that I think we're slightly weak is actually Jones, who I just talked about before has, has been good. I think I need to watch more. I need to see if uh, if it's just me there. but, um, but I don't know. Yeah. I
1: think if these two teams play tomorrow, I think it... Uh, I can't say that our, our track record historically against City is pretty dead even.
2: Yeah. No, I agree.
1: So... And I really think that's where it comes down to it's on any given manager's day how they play the team. Um, We know the Pep-Clop rivalry has been, you know, long before they were in England. And that's what makes that rivalry so exciting is because it isn't bad blood the way it is with United or Everton. Mm -hmm. It's genuine competition. Agreed. And they Mm -hmm. bring the best out of each other. So you don't think
2: that the moment there's a separation between City and the next two or three, you think it's City ourselves, Spurs? Yeah. Arsenal? Mm. Yeah, I think it's City, Liverpool, and uh, I think it's City on their own. Then I think you got Liverpool and Spurs, and can't wait till next week. We will see uh, mm-hmm. We will see how we do against Spurs. You mentioned it earlier in the episode that slowly our, our difficulty factor is has stiffening. been ratcheting up, yeah. and I think the next step on that is Spurs?
1: Yeah, I think so too. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's talk about our friends at Manchester City playing against Forest in one of the most bizarre matches of the weekend. <laughs> we had uh, Rodri, who is typically a very level-headed player, very qu- a quality player, seemingly lose his goddamn fucking mind on the <laughs> on the touchline <laughs> out of nowhere.
0: I had him in my fantasy team, and someone goes, "Rodri just got." Sent off. I'm like, what? What? Did you see the play? Then I looked at it and I'm like, minus two points. I'm like, Mother's ruin. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone see,
1: like, I no. i well, saw he, the play. He, he
2: did what Jones did to Robertson at goal celebration. He th- uh, when Jones, yeah, yeah, Jones th- kind of throttled, um, uh, Robertson, um, grabbed him by the uh, throat, grabbed him by the yeah. throat, yeah. And so, um, so, yeah, that's what um, Rodri did to the Forest player, though.
1: All right. So, when it's not your own teammate, <laughs> apparently it's frowned upon. But I didn't even see... The sequence didn't look like any any real shit housery or foul play. So, I'm wondering if... No, I, it's the normal kind of niggly tackles that go on and go on and go on, and he'd had enough. But, yeah, <laughs> but to just completely lose his mind like that.
0: Yeah, he's probably even whispered in the ear. That's what I'm thinking. You know, getting a little nudge here. Your mum. <laughs> yeah,
1: your your mother's a so and so, and all of a sudden, Rodri loses his mind, which is very uncharacteristic for him. He's, I'm going to just not say a temperamental player. Zidane. I was thinking
2: mm. exactly that. Zidane's mm. headbutt. I was
1: thinking Suarez biting. Yeah,
0: Eric Cantona like, kicking a fan. <laughs> <clears throat> Agreed. Which, which biting one are you on about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you know yeah. they still do uh, for the World Cup? They were doing prop bets to see if he bites anyone. <laughs> That's right. Last year's World Cup. Love it. Um, so, yeah, City wins 2-0. Uh, pretty expected. Thought I think it was Foden more. and Holland
0: had the two goals. Yeah. yeah. Thought I more. took Foden out. <laughs> put in Ah, oh, Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put in Prowse this week for you. And well, you, actually for me. <laughs>
1: well, that was the one time he didn't get an assist or a goal this year. Um, But, yeah, so there was another incident where Edison... Late on, yeah. Awone, former Liverpool player, threw on goal. Uh, Edison
2: was perhaps a little late. Awone perhaps could have been cooler with the finish and tapped it over him. But um, Awone got caught by Edison. Um, Edison seemed to think that Awone had made more of it. And so squared up. I didn't um, think it was that bad. Of no, all the dives I've seen, I don't think it was a dive. I thought it was he was trying to put the ball in the goal, and there was a goalkeeper rushing towards him, and yeah, you know. And so I it, least, it it
1: kind of made sense the yeah. way it played out. There yeah, was Edison overreacted to it, and which is not his first time doing. No, they he went head to head and stuff. And if I was a I would have gone down had Edison set off. It would have happened instantaneously too if Wonie hadn't. If Iwone exactly had stayed there, uh, he might have broken his leg though.
2: So there's, there's a natural. Uh, sense of survival as a, as a striker to, to jump over
1: the onrushing keeper's leg oh no thing. I mean when they went head to head Oh, oh if the one he had just gone down because they, yeah. they were yes. forehead to forehead were, with yeah. one another if he had just gone down when Anderson put his head on there <laughs> that would have been it straight red mm-hmm. he's gone that would have been the most hilarious timeline if I, I was rooting for that <laughs> yeah if City had lost the, two of their key players for the next however many matches that would be probably three
0: Straight red would have been at least two-match ban if they had seen foul play. If it's violent conduct, I think it's
1: three, right? So it's going to
2: be interesting for City next week because um, Rodri is now suspended and their backup in that position, I can't remember who it is, but he's injured. So it looks like Calvin Phillips, who did come on in that game, Calvin Phillips, who's been out of favor with Penn, is going to have to uh, step up and play.
1: They bought him last season... (laughs) Has he really had any minutes? No, he's be been
2: overweight. Made a uh, Pep made some comments about him being overweight, and um, uh,
1: so.
0: Oi, chunky. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Okay. W- what
1: are the games we are covering? So Brentford and Everton. Everton finally get on the board with three points. <laughs> In a shocking turn of events, I of all the teams for Everton to beat, Brentford would not have been the one I would have guessed. So Everton have been creating chances; they
2: just hadn't got anybody to take them. Now Calvin Lewin was back, and um, you know, finally they took some of their chances this week. So, bit of a bit of an odd one there for, for me is that, and that's what Sean Dyche said. He said it's a bit odd for him that he thought they have played equally well in some other games, mm. but they scored three goals in this one, and uh, so. Um, mm.
0: Sometimes that's the way it goes. Sometimes Everton wins.
1: Yeah. Even yeah. a broken clock. right yeah. You watch. They're going to find a way to stay up this year.
2: Yeah, I got well, That was our prediction game. early season, but our latest one is no that they're, they're going down.
1: There. Yeah, they're going down. Um, anyway, uh, on to our next biggest rivals. United eked one out against Burnley in a game they should have lost. <coughs> yeah, Burnley with a better team.
0: They were, they were unlucky. unlucky. Bit yeah. of
1: quality from Fernandez was the difference there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just one minute changes the, the whole landscape of the match. Um, but it is what it is. That's what United do. They're shit, and they know they are. Uh, Arsenal and Spurs draw in what was definitely the match of the week. Now That was a uh,
0: decent game. I had it on at the pub in front of me.
1: One of our friends at the pub also had it on, so I was kind of checking in on it and then ended up watching the extended highlights at home, and holy moly, what a back and forth. I mean, talk about two teams that that's the north london derby right i i did. yeah so i know there's a lot of uh, a lot of history in that that fixture and it did not disappoint um we're talking about spurs and liverpool and then maybe some some space some light between them and arsenal but on that day they seemed like i thought spurs would win that game so and they didn't but, uh, i kind of did too with the what, way spurs have been
0: playing while watching us <clears throat> no i didn't have the sound on wasn't as the commentary Arsenal looked a little bit more organized going forward hmm. um, than Tottenham did. Now, Tottenham had those squeaky goals, Madison twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, what, crosses into the box and then the player twice happened to the be sun. there? But Arsenal looked like they were organized going forward and made good opportunities. Well,
1: strangely enough, it was an own goal and a penalty that kept them in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Both um, from Romero. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we had Madison, Son, and Romero were players of the game for very different reasons. Because <laughs> Romero was the better player for Arsenal. For, for Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> he was their, their man of the day. And then Madison with two goals into Son with two goals. So, yeah, yeah very interesting match. But, uh, yeah. So, Posta Glue, sorry, Posta Glue, whatever his name is, the manager. Yeah, I wrote it down. Crayola? I have no who idea makes, how to who say made it. Pritstick, isn't it?
2: Posta Glue? Poster glue. Who? Ang? Yes, Angleton. Are, Are you just. You sound like an old man. Ang. Oh,
0: He's Australian. <laughs> it's not Aang. Aang. Yeah, I know it's
2: Australian. He's Australian. Took Celtic to the title, of course. Um, seems to have got something working at um, at, at Tottenham. Seems Indeed, to have gained the does. pieces. Seems to be putting a coherent team together. And um, Spurs look pretty
1: solid at the moment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. They're
0: going to Spurs. It up. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were going to. say it. it's Tottenham. I do think on. On a good day, if we come out against Spurs next week, on a good day, we can win it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, we we're going to be better going forward. I think we're going to talk about it later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
1: yeah. We'll get to that on Thursday's episode. Um, but for now, they're continuing to look very good. Someone asked at the pub while we were watching what what the best result from that game would be, and it was a draw. Absolutely. And so as Liverpool supporters, we got what we wanted. Uh, moving on, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. I don't think they're
2: that shit. Still,
1: I know. I know. I'm sticking with did them. Did you read the the the, the, the in, episode notes that in, I, I did? No, I, did. I read
0: their obituary. Though I said I saw it. Said in the notes, th- No, Neil. They are, are really good. Yeah,
2: I saw it, and um, and that's why unlikely. I'm making my statement. I don't think they're that, that shit. I'm gonna say you opened this episode by calling them shit. I did because I saw your note,
0: and so I was uh, <laughs> I was. Can one remind you to me to of the scoreline? It was one novella it
1: was n- 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 nil one. Oh yeah yeah so at stanford bridge
0: you hate to see it you know is that why you're grinning like a treasure i don't know I what
1: mean? you're talking about my face is always like this you look like the joker except when i yell at neil for not reading the agenda <laughs> which as i just proved i had read
0: uh, so, <laughs> you we did? Should, yeah, that's so big sam to chelsea
2: <laughs> never gonna happen Potch's project
1: is still going to continue a little bit longer, yeah.
0: Big Sam. So <laughs> who,
1: gets, who gets pinched first? Uh, ten Hag or... Or Potch? Uh, or or Potch. Or Poch. Neither of those Ooh. two. Uh, Sheffield United's manager. Oh, I, I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Five bucks? I don't Five know. Who? Ten,
2: ten Hag goes before...
1: Is that what you're saying? Ten Hag goes before um, No. No, I think Potch goes first. I think Ten Hag should, but I think Potch goes first. Chelsea to keep their managers on a short lease. They're historically fickle with their managers. Different ownership yeah. now. I they fired three managers last year, <laughs> Neil. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. <laughs> they're
0: they're down the job center right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna bring Graham Potter back. Potch. That would not be a good idea Potter for to Graham United. Potter. Uh, oh, that would scare me because Potter's good.
0: Uh Pot, so you're you're agreeing with me, Potch out first?
1: Yeah, right. yeah. I don't think he should be out first. For the record, I think Ten Hag should go first. If one of them or both of them, they're go. they're both going to make it till Christmas. I say that's as long as they make it. That's what I said on the last episode too. Oh, yeah. We will not be ringing in the new year with Eric Ten Hag as United. I'm manager. saying both of them, Poch unless there is oh yeah, both Poch, last, Poch both bro. last of the new year. Ah, uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't think so. I don't think so. It wouldn't surprise me if they do, but I don't think so. I am so
2: wrong when it comes to Chelsea and managers. I'm always like, no, 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 give Lampard more time. No, no, no. Give, You're generally um, wrong give, about a lot
1: of things in football. Yeah, that's true too.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to see some scores later as well. We? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I don't know if I had a great week this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure um, gonna be bragging. Wrapping this. up the segment, uh, Newcastle bury the corpse of Sheffield United in an 8-0 thrashing. What in God's name? Yeah, I watched it.
2: Um, Sheffield United gave up uh, like four 0 and um, which was what like eight minutes into the game. It was it was just a question of they actually played really well at the beginning. The first ten minutes, um, Sheffield United were troubling a uh, uh, troubling Newcastle United. Oh boy, yeah.
1: Well. I don't even know what to think of that. These games, they're they're always so hard. The only, I was going to beat you up by saying Newcastle aren't the real deal. Well, they just put eight goals past somebody, so uh they put eight goals past Sheffield United. I think we could string together a team that could come pretty close. And Chelsea is shit, but we couldn't beat them. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you
0: again you do know the club you support
1: it's also <laughs> apart like, from Barrow two things can be right they can I'm just <laughs> I'm just poking you I don't think I still don't this tells me nothing about Newcastle also agree yeah <laughs> like look at us last year 9-0 against Bournemouth and we played like shit for most of the season yeah but then we put seven past uh, United which felt really good and I didn't care about the rest of the season <laughs> Finally, I just wanted to point out that Brighton are continuing their tear for uh, the top of the table by uh, coming back and beating Bournemouth 3 Although that one was interesting
2: again because Bournemouth looked um, pretty good early and they scored first in that match. And I think they were winning through so the half. They looked like they had got an um, assist and figured out. I mean, I did a little bit of reading on this which was kind of so interesting. So I
0: actually watched a little bit of this game. Yeah.
2: Well, hold on a second because uh, my reading here was like Derby De is playing the ultimate football of passing out no matter what from the back and everybody else gets drawn in and sucked in and then they spring the fast break on them mm. Bournemouth steadfastly refused to take the bait to take the bait and just hung back and um, and that's how they managed to score first they forced Brian to change their tactic and then struck themselves so that was uh, the take of a writer I read and I oh. was like oh interesting so you want to shout
1: out the writer so we don't. <laughs>
2: Uh, it was a writer from the Guardian. I don't know exactly who okay. the writer was, but in the Guardian okay. um, article, they were talking about Zerbi and um, and has somebody figured out how to play Brighton?
1: Interesting. I'm going to have to go. If you can go find yeah, that find and it. send it to me. Yeah, shout out to the Guardian. We love them here. Anyway.
0: So the Solanke goal was a mistake from from Brighton that just the goalkeeper just was, Whoa, what was he thinking? And Solanke, bang, bang, goal. Okay. Um <clears throat> the goal for Brighton's first goal was an own goal but oh my gosh this cross comes in from about 24 yards out it's crossing into the box comes off the top of the header of I can't remember what Bournemouth player in the back of the net but if he hadn't touched it I think it would have went in also because uh. nobody was on that back post it would have been a lovely little strike mm. and then your man Minimo, um, mm. Mitomo Mitomo thank you <laughs> 17 seconds later and then he another one later on 3-1 so our Um, our, if we were up against them I'd worry about uh, Matoma against Amatip 100% I
1: would say uh, the way we started this segment talking about our city fun to watch I would say Brighton are the anti-city where it doesn't matter who they play very fun to watch very exciting they play a really really good brand of football but what's so interesting about brighton to me and why i always make a point to bring them up even if they're not playing anything that really affects us as supporters of liverpool or the general um premier league table is that they've changed managers their squad has changed dramatically and yet they continue to play this exciting brand of football why do you think that is neil from Potter to Deserbi, well, weirdly, and I don't think you get this very often. They've had
2: really good continuity in their management, um, which means that each manager is kind of built on the best of the one before. So Deserbi okay. inherited a team from Potter. Lack of ego, maybe, maybe, maybe they've just got great succession planning across not only every position on the field, where they seem to know when they're going to, they seem to know they're going to lose a player and have a a bunch of good options already scouted out to mm-hmm. replace them. And I think that might be the case with uh, with management, too. The um, Zerbi just built on Potter, took the good parts of Potter and built further on that. So so to me, that's why Brighton just keeps um, – it's just really, really top-class um, management of the club, the exact opposite of Manchester United and Chelsea. <laughs> and quite frankly, uh, Spurs, Spurs. Um, yeah.
1: historically, too. So Good. Yeah, good. really well-run club. Yeah, love Brighton. All right, let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll get to wrapping this episode up. Welcome back, listener. Um, let's look back really quickly at the last game, uh, which is to say, last in the Europa League.
0: Yeah, I wasn't quite sure which one you said there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess. It's not
0: quite last, the last game. Last game.
1: Yes, yes. Our, uh, our How entry much would, into would, the would Europa joke? League. Um, yeah, last one, Liverpool three. I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on this. I just want to get some quick thoughts from you guys. Neil, why don't you start us off?
2: Yeah, so a changed lineup put out. And so we, uh, you know, Salah was rested. We had Ben Doak uh, starting, uh, Kelleher in goal. Uh, surprise choice at right back with uh, Tech. Nobody saw that one coming. He did a perfectly serviceable job. Um, Samika subbing in for Robbo at left back. Not We weren't surprised by that. And then a midfield of uh, Elliot Gravenberch, and Endo. So, you know, a veritable second string. The difference, the only exceptions to that being Nunes and uh, Diaz both starting. Mm-hmm. Um, we look like but a we team. we did
0: say that Nunes probably would start this too. Well, we did say that, confidence. but I said Paul if Nunes starts,
2: funny. then then Gakpo will start against West Ham. I was surprised to see him start in both games. Well, he and did well in both games. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So, my only comment really on Liverpool is we look like a team that hasn't played together. Uh, it took a while for things to click, and they never clicked perfectly. Birch looked excellent, but again, I think it'll he's take the him one some everyone wa- is most curious to see play since he, he was kind of a big signing. Yeah, I guess we'd seen the others play before. Ben Doak looked full of industry, trying to take a man on every single time. Sometimes he succeeded, sometimes he didn't. Um, Sometimes you wished he'd pass, but um, to me, looks like a very...
1: (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah,
2: Ben Doak looks like a very odd-looking fella. Very young, a very capable understudy to Salah, and if he keeps learning from Salah, I think he's a a good successor. He's obviously not there yet, Mm. but Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I was very impressed with him. Uh, graven birch i thought played great too through the middle uh once again our slow start though just like we said earlier teams come to press hard against liverpool
0: that goal uh, they scored well, was pretty good though
2: yeah it was a good goal but we well, could have um we could have got out a little bit faster yeah, we didn't move yeah graven birch and samikas both probably could have got out and closed the ball down at the edge of the area you know get, ball came from a corner uh edge of the box shot from range perhaps kelleher could have done slightly better as well but um if yeah. Alisson
0: was there, would he have got a tip on it?
2: Difficult to say. Maybe Difficult. yes, maybe no. Uh,
0: but Callagher at full stretch, still not bad. I know he missed it, but, geez, that lad has done pretty well when he has been between uh, the sticks.
2: I thought the, the whole team played pretty well. There was a lot of adrenaline going through that last team, their first kind of venture into Europe. And, um, and you know, we conceded early from that point. Again, I know. <laughs> From that point, we looked like we were going to score. It was a matter of time. But it took just before the half for us to get the equalizer. And then wholesale changes in the second half on the 60th minute. Uh, Shabosh, Lime, McAllister came on. 74th minute, Salah came on. And um, we ran away with it. It could have been five or six, to be honest. Um,
1: Nunes taking a penalty. Nunes taking a penalty. That scares me. Took it well. Put it right on the side netting. Yeah, That's all that matters. Um yeah. Any other uh, thoughts on this match before we uh, we get a cup date?
2: Good to good to get. It'd be good to go through the Europa League as fast as possible. Um, yeah. We should get through this group with ease, and
0: four wins gives us automatic qualification next round. Yeah, then throughout the youngsters for the next bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Same uh, with the Carabao Cup. Throughout the youngsters for the first few rounds. If we're in it, we're in it. If we're not, we're not.
2: Yeah, I uh, moved on to Carabao. Is that the. Oh, great no, segue? That, I was just. No, I'm, we'll d- talk about that I'm
0: just. I'm um, just like, that's how I would feel about it, it right now. Generally then, like, speaking. I'd like yeah. it to keep going as fast as possible, as you say. Premier League is my number one. Europa, meh. If we get into the quarterfinals, then i might give a shit.
2: Yeah. For me, Premier League's number one. And between the Europa and the FA Cup, it depends on where we are in the Premier League. If uh, if we're struggling for some reason in the Premier League, then the Europa League may be a a, 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 a gateway a, a gateway to the Champions League. So mm. so that's where I at the moment want to make sure we stay in the um, probably Europa's probably my second choice. Yeah. Uh, of course, yes, I love the FA Cup and things, but
1: Champions League football is our primary goal. And I want them to win Europa, so we have uh, you know the quote unquote one for the thumb. Because <laughs> it's the only major trophy that Klopp hasn't won with the team yet. If we're calling it a major trophy, quote unquote, we won the. And I'm fine calling it a major trophy. Club World Cup, and but if you call that a major trophy, I feel as though the Conference League, you have no, to That's clearly the a okay.
2: much lower. Well, there always used to be three cup yeah. competitions in Europe: the Cup, Winners' Cup, the UEFA Cup, and the European Cup.
0: Yeah, and so
2: and, and then would, they,
0: and then they were the Champions League, the uh, UEFA Cup, and then the Intercontinental the Cup. cup. Right. So but I've we
1: lost been. the Europa. Um, we did. In Klopp's second year, third year. Sevilla? No. Um, it second Sevilla? year. Benfica? It was, was it Sevilla? No, no,
0: no, no. It was... Sevilla, yeah. yeah. Sevilla, I believe. 4-3, okay. I
2: think. but um, Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's my take on the Europa League. Get
1: through this first round as quick as possible. Four wins. Yep, Yep. Agreed. Agreed, agreed. All right, Neil. You want to take us to the results of our own cup competition, the Come On Red Men Cup. Give us a cup date. Sure. The cup date. Sorry, I understood that the second time.
2: She said <laughs> cup date before, I was like, what are you talking about? This um, will
1: forever be known now going forward as the cup date.
2: So, yeah, um, a dramatic turnaround of events. Well, not that dramatic, actually. Um, wow. Nick had a... <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat, Neil. Nick had such a um, massive lead. It, it, his lead is like an 8-0 Newcastle lead. And... um and I am Sheffield United. So, um, <laughs> so. but Tom's not too far off. He's Burnley, I think. So, <laughs> this week's results, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. This week's result, Nick with a lowly 13 points and um, one correct score. That was a Burnley United game. Hmm. Uh, Neil in second place this week with a, also a lowly score of 14 points with a grand total of no correct answers, but a lot of oh so close. And, um, Just like you love life. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom uh, is uh, this week's winner with 15 points, mm. with a two correct answers and a lot of dross. So, so <laughs>
0: what were my uh, correct answers?
2: Your correct answers were the Burnley United game and the Liverpool West Ham game. Ah. So. I thought I said 3
1: 1 as well. And yeah, it you said 2 1. So I, right. I wrote it down right I here. Know. It's immortalized. I know, and I keep it. Immortalized on phone. your tablet, eh? On my tablet of stone, <laughs> right? To here. chisel it in. <laughs> like Fred <laughs> so, in
2: <Lama. laughs> so this leaves the, um, the cumulative results. Um, Neil has completely tightened up the pack to only trail by 14 points. <laughs> <laughs> so I have 66. Um, Tom is um, somewhere in the distance from Neil at 71. And um, somewhere just. Dis- disappearing over the horizon on 80 points is nick all right nine
0: points behind you buddy
1: all right we're liverpool and city
0: um (laughs) what is that (laughs) i'm sheffield united (laughs) no you're barrow you're barrow while we're on about home teams uh congratulations to my home team go united on winning the first division in ireland they did it oh yeah by uh Winning twenty five out of thirty one games. Is this only like losing two seasons in a row or something? I don't know. No, no, we haven't won jack shit since the eighties. I was oh, gonna okay. say, yeah, it's oh, been a while. Okay. I can't even time. remember the last time we were oh, in that's the good. Premier then, Division. Then
1: congratulations there. Yeah. We're happy for Galway United. My ancestors are well, I don't think they watch the football.
0: but... <laughs> My ancestors are. Well, never mind about them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's do uh, closing thoughts and then we'll uh we'll call it a night. Uh, Great two wins this week. Uh, I can't be happier than that. Yeah, agreed. Tom? Uh,
0: Yeah, I liked what I saw um, against West Ham. I want to see a little bit more of that going forward. And, um, we're second. We're second. A
1: very close second. Yes, yes, yes. So my only closing thoughts, other than great wins, great performances, I don't just care about the three points anymore. I care what goes into those three points. And, uh, what we're seeing on the pitch is phenomenal.
0: He says that until we get a 1-0 win and we scrape through and he goes, a win is a win. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're
1: not wrong. I will not argue that. There's just one other thing I wanted to uh, to remind all of our, our listeners about at the top of the episode I told you. Make sure you look out for our second episode weekly for our uh, look ahead when we talk about Liverpool versus Spurs and... Please go check us out on social media. Give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow. Um, Tom, do you want to explain what exactly our social media is at this point?
0: Well, um, years ago, Nick, I know how ancient you are.
1: Yeah, it's something about a Facebook. I don't know how to write it in and uh, get it in the mail. There's this thing
0: called the internet. Aha. Yeah. Um,
1: Is that an app you can get on your phone?
0: Yeah, just go to Facebook.
1: Go to Facebook (laughs) internet.
0: (laughs) On the internet, there is Facebook. Right. right, On the Facebook, there is us. So how do you turn the pages on the internet?
1: I don't understand. Uh, You tell them. They'll know what you're talking about. You'll
0: find us on Facebook. Come on, Redman. That's where we're going to put up some content and some updates and some new episodes and maybe some even pictures. One day. One day. Fun stuff
1: fun stuff are we on uh nope uh, that's it that's all we do oh okay we don't
0: do the x it's not twitter anymore oh okay so no twitter (laughs) that's how old you are
1: find us on facebook not on twitter because twitter is not there anymore
0: um thanks for listening and uh we'll chat to you soon